The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And hello, my friends. Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday. You know, if you haven't looked at the calendar, it's 2-22-22. Kind of neat, you know. People aren't that observant sometimes, but if you look at today, that's how you would write today's date, 2-2-2-2-2. I just find that, you know, it's easy to entertain me. And that's a a very attractive tutu that you got on. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I I try. I try. (laughs) But uh, But that pink really brings out the color in your eyes. It brings out my skin and eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I try. I try. I try. And those of you that don't have a webcam, well, you just can't enjoy in my uh, blissfulness and what David's talking about. (laughs) So maybe I am wearing a tutu. Maybe I'm not. You wouldn't know unless you go to our Facebook page, America's Web Radio, and go join us live. Yeah. What about that... uh, uh, private camera that we have under the uh, round table. <laughs> yeah, we won't talk about that. <laughs> we don't want to scare anybody. Oh, <laughs> All right, so we've got a lot to get to today. I, uh, man, oh man, oh man, do we have a lot to get to today? But uh, look, welcome to the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. Yes, the Mexican, not afraid to be American. And uh, this is the America's Web Radio station. You are tuned into. Look, I. I'm going to start first. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make uh, producer Brett really happy because him and I were talking before the show, and and we both agree on this. And and uh, and this is just an example of of you know you guys hear me rail about the establishment Republicans and and how Lindsey Graham needs to go, McConnell needs to go, that um, guy on the committee, so called January sixth committee um, needs to go, Romney needs to go, Cheney needs to go. Uh, there's a whole slew of them that need to go. I don't want to replace them with Democrats. I want to replace them with conservative, uh, libertarian, freedom, independent minded, uh, liberty loving, freedom loving, USA loving, constitutional loving representatives and senators. That's who I want to replace them with. But I, I, whenever I can give you an example of what I mean of, of my frustrations with the establishment, uh, I like to give them to you. So I'm going to give you one now. And this is what uh, producer Brett and I were talking uh, before the show here. We were talking about this. If you if you go back a few weeks ago, you'll remember when Pelosi came out. It's probably one of the smartest things Pelosi has ever said. And and believe me, it's it's painful for me to actually uh, tell you that Pelosi actually said something that was coherent and uh, made sense and wasn't uh, wasn't a ridiculous. A statement, and that statement was when she said to the Olympic athletes, "Hey, look, don't don't go be doing anything crazy because uh, communist China is communist China, and they could detain you, and we couldn't do anything about it." Now, the Republican, the establishment Republicans, jumped all over her for that, and, and a lot of uh, my co cohorts in in talk radio got on her for that, but but I didn't. If you guys remember, I didn't. I don't even know if I commented on it at all. Uh, but here, here, here is my view. While I think it was necessary for her to say something like that, because China is communist. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not know or if you're listening to stupid professors and academics who try and tell you how wonderful or if you're listening to AOC who tries to tell you how wonderful China is, China is a communist state. China doesn't have freedoms. China doesn't have a free press. They don't have a free anything. They have internment camps. They still to this day will uh, off people or make you disappear if you disagree with the regime. It is communist. They are full-on communist China. Now, while they allow some free market stuff to go on and they allow business with the world so they can prop up uh, their regime, yeah, they do. But make no mistake, communist China is run by tyrannical communists, and uh, they're not nice people. And Pelosi actually delivered a good message to the Olympics. You know, honestly, we probably should have should not have been in those Olympics. But you know what? Athletes train really hard. So I'm not going to blame any athlete who gets to that level and has an opportunity to go compete to not go compete. Uh, and so when she told them not to say anything outlandish or anything against the communist regime, uh, she was saying that because she didn't want them to be detained. Now, here's where the Republicans should have gone after her. Instead of reacting and just and just blasting her on that statement, the correct way to go after Pelosi for that was, hey, you know what? It's a good message to our athletes, but the, we need to tell the athletes why you had to make that statement. And the reason is the Democrat Party has made the United States so weak, Biden is so weak, and everyone saw what happened in Afghanistan. We left Americans behind in Afghanistan. What makes you think we won't leave Americans behind in China, communist China? So if China were to take any of our athletes, or had they done that, uh, the world knew and China knew that Biden was too weak to do anything about it. And Pelosi knew that they were too weak to do anything about it. And that's where the problem with the, Repu- the Republicans should have gone after the Democrat Party. That was a golden opportunity to to show the American people how weak we have become when the Democrat Democrat leaders have to pander to the athletes and beg them not to say anything against a communist regime. That's pretty sad. And David, you look like you have a comment. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, as you were talking, I was listening like a good boy. And uh, I got to thinking, you know, here Pelosi's the third most powerful oh, person. Gosh. Scary, yes. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. country. In the in third in line. Third in line, mm-hmm. exactly. That's what my point being. Mm-hmm. Now, with that kind of power, don't you think she might have access to each one of the Olympians? Email or their home address. <laughs> well, probably, <or> probably <laughs> even their telephone number. Uh, would you think that would be possible? I, you know what, it probably is. Now, I would say this: I, I am more of a libertarian and, and straight up conservative, and and she probably has no right to have their emails and, and phone numbers, but. You're probably right. They probably did. El Presidente, I'm <laughs> sure, could give you a call right I now. I promise you to. he could. The NSA yeah. could find any number they want. Exactly. Yeah. So my point being is that everything is a frigging photo op or mm. audio op or mm. whatever you want to call it. Right. And, you know, maybe she was bringing out the Republicans or something. But to me, it would have made a hell of a lot more sense to privately get a hold of each one of the Olympians mm-hmm. and say, well, you know, 
you really shouldn't go out of line or yeah. say something out of line and I'm right. writing you this because I want to protect you mm-hmm. and don't want anything to happen to you. We don't want you and, to put yourselves in undue danger. Right, because mm-hmm. our idiot president <laughs> couldn't get you out anyway. But no, oh, exactly. I, I think it would have been much more effective. You know, that's probably true, David, because he definitely could have contacted the, the Olympic Committee and they have all the, the contact information and could have said, I need to get a message, a private message to the, and this is the United States Olympic team. She could have done that, David. And that's a good, good point, but, and you're right. She's not going to do that because she's going to make a photo opportunity to put herself in front of the, the, look at the, what I the did. exactly, the progressive left and then try to make points with people saying, look, I'm caring about my athletes. And maybe, maybe she was, but the point where the Republicans could have easily, I mean, it should be an ad. It should be a campaign ad. The, when was the last time the United States was so weak that we had to worry about another country taking hostages, uh, taking American hostages? I might refer you to the late seventies and, and President Carter, and and then I would tell you what what did what happened as soon as Ronald Reagan was elected, which is what's probably going to happen in twenty twenty four. The world is absolutely going nuts right now because the United States is weak. And look, I I have said this over and over and over over the past few years. One country is going to dominate and going to lead the world. Do you want it to be the country that believes in freedom and the country that believes in liberty, the country that has a constitution that limits its government? Or do you want it to be a tyrannical communist regime or a tyrannical uh, regime, which is Russia, uh, Iran, North Korea? Do you want it to be one of those? Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be one of those. And right now it looks like it's going to be Russia. And But this is what happens. These are the consequences when the United States is weak. These are the consequences when the United States states and trust me ladies and gentlemen you shouldn't doubt me at all anyway but you really shouldn't doubt me here when we as a country our dumb leaders are worried more worried about wokeism they're more worried and and forcing the military to to teach uh marxism they want to uh teach again wokeism and 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 that there's 159 genders and they want to focus on skin color and they want to force good career military men and women out because they wouldn't get take a shot forced by the government when you do these things the world sees it putin sees what's going on do you think Putin has his military training on gender issues? No. Putin's military is trained to kill and blow stuff up. Our military used to be, and David can back me up on this, our military used to be taught and trained to kill and blow things up. That is the purpose of a military, nothing else. And I promise you that Putin is training his people to kill and blow things up. China is training their billion-man army to kill and blow things up. North Korea, that peace squeak over there, is training his men and women to kill and blow things up. What are we doing in this country? What have we done to our military? We're forcing people out because they won't get a flu shot. We're forcing, and look, folks, if this was a true vaccine and could stop the, the spread of, of, of corona and could save, really, really stop you from getting it, then I'd say, hey, knock yourself out. Commander in chief says to get it, you need to get it. Just like, uh, many servicemen had to get the anthrax virus, the vaccine. But we know this is not a vaccine. This is a flu shot. And, and we shouldn't be throwing military men and women out 
because of a flu they won't get a flu shot and that's what we're doing and we shouldn't be teaching the military there's 159 genders we shouldn't be teaching the military wokeism the military needs to get back to your job is to kill and to blow stuff up and i and i'm sorry if if that offends some of you democrats out there but that is why we have a military the you go read your united states constitution the number one job and duty of the president of the united states and the federal government is to protect the citizens of the united states and the only way you do that is with a, the strongest, baddest, most feared military in the world. And we used to have it, and we don't have it now. And, and we, you'll never have it with... And you're not going to have it with a Democrat. <laughs> or with uh, generals like uh, Milley. Or generals like Milley. And these are generals who, are, who have become partisan uh, government political hacks I, i'm sorry look i you people out there know who listen to america's web radio and you listen to my show and you listen to 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 david on his show you know that no one loves the military and adores the military more than us and so when we tell you that we've got some upper brass that are political hacks we're not making this up we this is the problem we we need to get completely get back to where we are bringing generals and 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 these the and these promotions up from from the the actual on the ground grunt who earned his way up the ones who actually know how to how to commence battle and and how to win victory you don't go into battle without a victory mission uh you don't go into battle without a plan Uh, and that plan is victory not not to go in and oh we're going to feed the world. Not to go in and go, we're going to coddle leaders or or despots. No, if you make a commitment to go anywhere, you're going to kill and blow stuff up. And, and again, sorry if I'm offending you liberals out there, but that's what the military is for. And and we are seeing right now what happens on the world stage when the United States advocates its leadership. When we become weak, and the world sees it. Somebody is going to stand up and take our place. And Russia and China right now are the two countries that are vying for that position. And they're doing it because we've got one of the weakest dementia patients we've ever elected to to the presidency. And we've got a Democrat Party that is weaker than they've ever been, and they don't care. Because they have a domestic agenda that that would require that they are doing and putting in place because they want perpetual power, and the world is going to hell in a handbasket because of it. And and David, I you would probably agree with me on that assessment. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know I don't do this often. In fact, uh, you probably can count on your uh, one finger uh, mm. that I've ever done this, but. Uh, we uh, we had insight to Israel on this morning mm-hmm. with Michael Gano, and he was describing what Israel is going through right now, and this is a very scary situation because Israel realizes or realizes that at one time, and this is true with all the democratic or or at least conservative countries around the world, that the U.S. had their back, right. Now we don't have anybody's back. We don't even have our own back. Glad you bring that up, David. This and what you know. So my suggestion is for everyone to listen, not only listen to this show again, but also listen to Insight to Israel and what's going on. You know, we've got the the brown shirts in Israel, which are the Jews, the police, the Jewish police that are treating their own people. 
Yeah, like, from from like the, the Nazis, from did. the liberal progressive wing of the Jewish leadership. I mean, it's, exactly. it's sad what's going on, and then you're seeing it. Uh, you're seeing that kind of go on around the world, and and I'm going to get to some more Russia stuff later. But you bring up the you know this what's going on. Well, when you mentioned that we don't Israel doesn't think we have their back, well, you got to look at the rest of the world. The rest <laughs> of the world sees that, and when when. Putin is threatening Ukraine, what's going to stop him from turning the tanks on the other little small countries that used to be part of the Soviet Union? Um, we have a pact with many of those countries, ladies and gentlemen, whether it be through just a straight-up pact with, them, with those countries or through NATO. What are we going to do? Are we going to step in? Are we going to stop Russian aggression? We can't allow it. Now, look, I, I, I am not one who wants to go to any war. But I'm also not a pacifist, and I'm not uh, a libertarian in the sense that we need to uh, just go, just be here alone and worry about ourselves and not the rest of the world. And uh, what Putin is doing is going to have to be stopped. Now, it's probably it's not going to be stopped by Biden, unfortunately. Just as Reagan had to clean up Carter's mess, DeSantis or Trump is going to have to clean up Biden's mess. And the sad thing is, is this mess is 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 going or could get way out of control. Uh, it's it's a scary thought, and um, there there are a lot of countries out there right now going, "Wow, what happened? What happened to the United States? Why don't they have our back anymore?" Um, look at Ukraine. Ukraine has made the Biden family very, very rich. Russia has made the Biden family very, very rich. They've made the Clinton family very, very rich. Why do you think that these people? I've told you before, in election after election that the the tyrants like Putin and, and uh, North Korea and Iran, they want Democrats to lead this country, and there's a reason for it. Most of them are in the pockets of China and Russia and the Ukraine. Uh, you know, the Democrats are running around talking about what a, what a democracy Ukraine is. Ukraine is not really a democracy. They've got a corrupt government over there. It's more of an autocracy. And they are in the pockets. Uh, they've got Biden in their pockets because they're lining Biden's pockets with cash. And if you don't believe me, just go back and look at uh, go look at uh, Biden uh, doing a quid pro quo with 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 Ukraine. Go look at Hunter Biden. Go look at Hunter Biden's laptop that uh, the media pretended didn't exist and covered up. Ladies and gentlemen, the evidence is out there, and the the in this moment in time, this moment in history, the worst people that could possibly be leading this country are leading this country. And uh, it's just, you know, look, I'm not here to scare you today, <laughs> but I want you to be alert, and I want you to be able to to have debates with your Democrat friends and have debates with with anybody. I want to give you that firepower, and and, and that's why. I will say some of the things that I'm saying today, and, and uh, in fact, let me do this just in case uh, some of you out there need a little fire lit under you. Uh, I want you to think about this. Kamala Guatemala Harris is but a heartbeat away from being commander-in-chief. Now, I just just stew on that for a minute. With all the problems going on right now with Russia making their moves, China just sitting and watching before they make their moves, uh, and North Korea looking for their next move, Iran looking for their next move. Look, my friends, there is a new axis of evil developing in the, in the world right now. It's Russia. It's China, it's North Korea, and it's Iran. And if you doubt me, you will doubt me at your own uh, um, your own dismay or own loss. Um, you shouldn't doubt me. Now, I don't want you to live in fear, and I don't want you to be scared. 
But you've got to understand that, and if you don't understand, if you don't realize, if you don't remember the axis of evil from World War II, uh, go do some history. Go do a little research. Go do a little reading. Because we are looking at the creation of the new axis of evil. And that axis of evil, once again, is Russia, China, North Korea, and Iran. Now, what happens when they coordinate, even if they don't coordinate, what happens when Russia makes uh, aggressive moves and, and moves into Ukraine and other countries, and then China moves into Taiwan or Hong Kong? What happens? The United States can't fight one war, let alone two. Now, there was a time, and David, you'll probably remember this. There was a time under Reagan and under Bush when our goal as a military was to be able to fight two fronts of war. And we were able to do it, and the world knew we could do it. And that was the biggest deterrent for years and years. The years of peace that we had was because the world knew the United States could fight two fronts of war at the same time if we needed to. And now the world knows that we can't even fight one, nor do we have the gumption to fight. Do you think all these woke <laughs> military gender-specific people and, or gender-wondering what gender they are in the military, do you think they're ready to go fight Russia? I mean, look, ladies and gentlemen, we have the best men and women in uniform in the world, and many of them are being put on uh, retirement because they wouldn't get a flu shot. And uh, we have the best capabilities in the world. So I don't doubt our men and women, except the ones that are, are going down this woke road. <laughs> but I don't doubt our men and women in uniform. But the leadership that we have right now is a big impediment to what our military could do if they got that call. And uh, I don't know what we're going to do. I, I, I Actually, I do know what we're going to do. We're going to do nothing. Biden is too weak. The Democrat Party is too weak. Uh, they, they may lob some missiles, and uh, they may deplete us of some missiles. You know, Obama did that. So we may go down that road again, depleting us some missiles and uh, sending off some drones. But they're not going to stop anybody, and they're not going to overwhelm anyone with any fear of our military might. There are, there are a couple of things that I would like to interject here. Yeah. One is that uh, I don't mind asking everyone for prayers as my son deploys oh, right. on Sunday wow. uh, to a still hot zone. Mm -hmm. and uh, But beyond that, that's what he signed up for. That's what we all raised our hand and signed up for. But I will say one thing, and this was brought out blatantly clear again on Insight to Israel with Michael Gano this morning is that I don't I don't know a better way to say it and I I kid about this and maybe we are or we aren't a diamond in the rough America's web radio but Israel has taken freedom of speech away and it's coming to uh door near you and when i say freedom of speech that's the truth being broadcast now we've been censored a couple of times at america's web radio by facebook and by youtube but i would ask we are going to continue to be on the air we are going to continue to tell the truth just right. like Victor and, and his show and uh, other shows that we have on, our medical shows, our Insight to Israel, on and on and on of shows that we are sworn to tell the truth. Absolutely. And I would ask that you share the information if you're listening while we're on live right now or 
after the show and you listen to our podcast, please tell other people, if you want to know the truth, go to americaswebradio.com. And if you can't listen live, then download the shows. Yeah, you can listen anytime. Yeah, you can Mm -hmm. listen whenever you want to. Mm -hmm. But it's important that we get the truth out. And yeah. that's what we're doing. Hey, you know, and, and, and I like to give firepower to anyone out there who has a liberal that they need to debate or a Democrat or progressive or, uh, you know, anyone who, who's just not ready to uh, leave, walk away from the Democrat Party. Well, I'll give you some some firepower because these these are the points that I give you are, are most of them are irrefutable. Uh, I mean, and especially what's going on in the world right now. But uh, but I want you to think, you know, again, I you know, it may scare you to think. But Kamala Guatemala Harris is a heartbeat away, and her boss, her boss is acting like an escaped dementia patient. I mean, uh, I look, I, I, I don't want to sound mean, <laughs> but because he is the commander in chief, but he's struggling. He's struggling, and he's clearly, clearly suffering with onset dementia. And anyone who denies it, they're lying to themselves, and they're lying to you. And we cannot put ourselves in a position where Kamala Harris is calling the shots. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it's pretty sad that we're at a time right now when we would rather have a dementia patient in the presidency than give the hand over those reins to Kamala Harris. Uh, Kamala Harris is so in over her head. Ladies and gentlemen, just go look what she did this past weekend in Germany. Well, I believe it was Germany. Uh, when, when they were asking her and she was trying to explain Russian aggression, and I mean, it is a bunch of incoherent babble that comes out of this vice president's mouth. And if you doubt me, go look at what her own staff is saying. Her own staff will is out there telling people, hey, look, she doesn't prepare before any speech. She just doesn't do preparation preparations when she's going to these other countries. She's just not prepared. And that is a problem. And again, that is something that the rest of the world sees. Putent... Putin, Putin, Putin sees what's going on. Look, ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake. Putin is a tyrant. He's a little FBI, KGB guy who knows and understands the history of Russia. He understands that there was a time when he was in, I believe it was Kiev, and the he was surrounded by, by I call them freedom forces. And Moscow at the time was run by Gorbachev. And and Putin was asking for help, and Moscow was silent. Moscow was silent. In fact, you heard Putin refer to it yesterday in his speech when he referred to Moscow shouldn't be silent anymore. He was referring to the history of Russia and referring to a time when he was asking Moscow for help, and Moscow was silent. And then he had to leave Ukraine, and, and then Ukraine became independent. A lot of other Soviet uh, land became independent. And, uh, you know, there was a new Russia was born. And Putin hasn't liked that ever since. And now this man is in autonomous power in Russia. And he sees a weak United States, and he's going to capitalize on it. Uh, that's that's a simple and quick way I can sum that up. Uh, so, look, we got to go to a break. When we come back, I'll say a few more things about uh, Putin and Xi Jinping and Kim Jong-un and the rest of the tyrants. Uh, you hang on tight. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. 
veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the, 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 the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. And we are back. Hey, look, folks, I, let me tell you something. I, this is a, a, a cool story, and one day I'll tell you the whole story. But, uh, you know, my father, who I talked to you guys know, you know, came to this country from Mexico the right way. Uh, you know, when he worked his way up and he was a CFO of a company, he traveled a lot. And one of the places he traveled uh, was uh, Russia. And it was uh, communist Russia. And my father was, well, it was not, uh, it was... Not as bad as it was. It was in the late '80s, I believe. But uh, you know, when every when everything was going on and Reagan was was making his moves and what good moves they were. Uh, but my father was actually questioned by Putin. 
So I'll have to tell that story sometime, uh, and I can tell give you a little insight to to uh, Putin from from somebody that I know well. <laughs> so uh, only here on the On Point with Victor show are you going to get a story like that. Uh, look, let me point this out, and I'm going to move on. But I will say this: if you want to send any Democrat, any liberal, any progressive to their cry closet uh, today. If you want to send a liberal to a cry closet today, send a progressive to a cry closet, uh, send them to their safe space today, get on social media and ask this simple question or make this simple point. The last time Russia went in and annexed part of Ukraine, it was Crimea. And they did it under Barack Hussein Obama and the Democrats. For four years under President Trump, Putin did nothing. He did nothing but plan. Nothing but plan and, and put, put in social media crap over here and did whatever he could, just like they always do, to try and uh, cause chaos and doubting in our electoral system uh, while wishing that uh, Biden would be elected. And he got his wish, and now... In less than a year, or a year and a month, he is now going in to finish off Ukraine, or at least take over the eastern part of Ukraine. Will he stop there? We don't know. But understand this, and and like I said, you want to send a progressive Democrat to a cry closet, or any Democrat to their cry closet today, make this point. When Putin got aggressive and went in and got Crimea, he did it under President Obama. He sat idle for four years under President Trump, didn't dare challenge President Trump. And then as soon as dementia patient Biden gets in the office, now he goes after Ukraine. And now listen to Putin's words. Go listen to his speech that he gave yesterday because he's basically laying out his reasons or or his wants to put back Mother Russia put back together Mother Russia. Um, And he has a lot of historical uh, uh, points that he makes. And I'm just telling you, uh, those of you who think Putin is a dumb guy, you're wrong. He's not a dumb guy. Is he a tyrant? Yes. Is he a cold-blooded killer? Yes. Do we need to stop him? Yeah. Is Biden going to do it? No. And this is why the Democrats are so weak and why we've got to stop electing them. Because you see what Russia did. You see what Putin did. They go in and get Crimea under Obama's watch. And now they go in under Biden's watch for the rest of Ukraine, or at least eastern Ukraine. So, yeah, send them, send them to a cry closet. Send a liberal to a cry closet. Send a Democrat to a cry closet. Just point that out. It will drive them insane. It cannot be denied. Uh, my point that I just made cannot be refuted. That is history, and that's just a fact. So, all right, let me move on. So something hilarious happened on Friday. At least I think it was Friday. Um, I'm I'm almost positive it was last Friday. Uh, Hillary Clinton gave a speech... And immediately in this speech, she uh, she's fallen right back into her whitewater strategy. If you remember back in the 90s, the, the whitewater scandal that Hillary was all over, her fingerprints were all over, uh, she had a strategy then that worked for her. And now she has a strategy that uh, she's, going, she's employing against Durham, the Durham investigation. And that strategy is lie, attack, repeat. Lie, attack, repeat. 
That is the Clinton strategy. That is what Hillary did in Whitewater, and that's what she's doing now with the Durham report. And uh, the the greatest thing about this on Friday, when she when she was done with the speech, and she walked out. She was surrounded by gunmen, men with guns. Oh my goodness. Hillary Clinton, who, who tells you that America, sh- Americans shouldn't have guns, that there should be no Second Amendment. Uh, you shouldn't have a gun to, to defend yourself. She comes out and she's surrounded by men with guns everywhere. Yeah, that's the elitism, baby. That's the elitism. So, Hillary, the best part about this, Hillary does her little speech and, and uh, I don't know how anyone could sit and listen to her speak. I really don't. I, I, I just, I, I, it makes my ears bleed to listen to her. But, um, I don't know how people do it, but some people in New York did. And she walked out, and this is great, folks. Remember, this is New York City, liberal Democrat New York City. When Hillary walked out and was being escorted by her armed guards to her big fat SUV, not her electric car, not a Prius, uh, not some uh, green vehicle, she was led to one of a few of big gas guzzling SUVs. You see, folks, it's okay for her, but not for you, the peasant. But anyway, that wasn't the best part. The best part was she's being escorted to her uh, SUV and a crowd of people all around in New York were chanting, lock her up, lock her up. And my goodness, that made me laugh. I almost fell out of my chair in laughter. Um, the good people of New York, I, I, and, and again, this is New York City. You can't get much more progressive and, uh, and Democrat as New York City unless you go to California. And they were chanting, I mean, right to her face. Lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. I just, it is hilarious. It really is. It, I love it because this, this Hillary Clinton is, is, I've told you before, she's an awful person. She's the most, probably the most corrupt person to ever be in politics. And, uh, and look, what Durham is investigating, it, it, it has to happen. And, uh, if, I mean, if you were one of those, and, and let me put it this way. If you're a Republican out there, it's very easy to see how uh, and understandable to be, that you're frustrated. You're frustrated because it seems to be taking Durham so long. It's taking Durham so, so, so long uh, for for him to 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 get this report done, get this investigation done, and and all you need to know about Durham and he is is that he's very thorough. He's a man of law, and he's building a a he's meticulously building a case against the Hillary campaign. You know, he was put in in charge of the special counsel to find out the origins of the Trump-Russia collusion nonsense, the the, the fake story that was Trump-Russia collusion. That is the goal of the Durham investigation, is to get to the bottom. Uh, Where did it originate from? Where did this fake story originate from? And right now, it looks to be originating from the Hillary Clinton campaign. Everything is pointing to the Hillary Clinton campaign. And and let me tell you something. The problem with with uh, not just the frustration of the Republicans, but the problem with with the Durham investigation taking so long is that the Biden administration and the DOJ, Biden's DOJ, are becoming more and more emboldened. And they were getting to the point where they they were going to try and shut this investigation down, and they were going to fire Durham. 
And I think Durham's, Durham's – look, Durham's smarter than any of the Democrats in the DOJ. He's smarter than Biden will ever think he'll be. And I think Durham saw this coming. He see he saw the DOJ. He sees the moves they're making. He sees what the attorney general uh, – what he was doing and making moves that were leading towards firing Durham. So what does Durham do? He goes and makes a motion, files a motion in a court so that, that he, he files the motion so it can be a news story and you can see where his investigation is headed. And that investigation is headed to the Clinton campaign, the Hillary Clinton campaign. Clinton campaign. And uh, now that that is out and that's out in, in the news, even though CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, uh, NPR, they're all trying to run cover for the Democrats. They're running cover for Hillary. Even though they're doing that, they're still having to report the story. Even though they're telling you that it's a crackpot theory, that Durham is a crackpot, and they're telling you all these things, they still have to report the story. So now the story's out there, and that is going to make it very hard for the Biden administration, the Biden DOJ, and the Biden attorney general to fire Durham. So I think this is a good thing. What Durham is doing is a good thing. He's he's hedging his his uh, security, I guess, um, so they don't fire him before he finishes his invest- this investigation. Because look, we have to get to the bottom of this Russia collusion so it never happens again. We have to get the bottom of it because you had a campaign. I don't care if it's a Republican campaign or or a Democrat campaign, but this campaign was spied on, and then the presidency was spied on. By another opposing campaign. That cannot be allowed. This makes Watergate look like a, a, a problem in an elementary school. And, and we've got to get to the bottom of it. And, uh, look, I don't know if they're ever going to reach Hillary. Uh, I, I, I would love for them to. That, that lady deserves to pay, uh, for the criminality and all the things that she's done. Uh, but, who knows? Who knows? But, but the investigation must go on and they must get to the bottom of it. Whether, you know whether they can in, indict Hillary or not. The investigation must go on, and and at the you know the worst thing that can happen is we or, or the well let's put it this way, the best thing that could happen was Hillary would be brought to to uh, be responsible for what she's done and what she played a part in. Um, but even if it is just that she doesn't get to run for president again, that is satisfactory. Uh, but we really need to get to a point where we hold these politicians accountable. Right now, we've got a political class that thinks they're above the law. Every one of the politicians in Washington think they're above the law. And it's about time that we, the people, reassert that we control, that our government is of the people, by the people, for the people. That we will never be second fiddle to any politician. The politician in this country works for us. And that is something that we need to get uh, back on the forefront, the, the Constitution. Because right now, we've got a whole bunch of Democrats and establishment Republicans that believe they're above the law. And that's got to stop. That just has to stop. But uh, but anyway, it, it was great to see the, the people of New York chanting, lock her up, lock her up. And, uh, you know, hey, what are you going to do? Uh, we, we can laugh. We can laugh. And uh, But look, this Durham investigation, it's real. It's on target. And I know many of you, many of you are frustrated that it's taken so long, but just understand that, that he is building a, a methodical case. Uh, he's meticulously, I should say, building a case, a strong case, 
uh, against uh, what's what appears to be leading to the Hillary campaign. And I hope I hope it leads to that that dirtbag lawyer. I can't remember his name. The Democrat lawyer who who is very good at what he does. He goes in and he changes election law right during an election. That's what he did in 2020. He basically legalized fraud. Um, I I'm pretty sure that his hands are not clean in this. So let's uh let's 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 stay behind Durham. Let's let him know that we're with him and he's got to continue. You see, look, I, I make no mistake. Biden's attorney general, the DOJ, they all want to shut Durham down. But Durham just made a chess move, almost like a little checkmate uh to stop the Biden administration from shutting him down. So let's uh, you know let's 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 keep an eye on that. So <clears throat> now before we take our next break, I want to I want to mention a couple a couple of other things as as I get into you know I talked about the new axis of evil, Russia, China, Iran, uh, North Korea, and and when I talk about this, I, I have to go back to the Russia situation right now because I mentioned Kamala Harris and she's a heartbeat away from the presidency. Now, you've got to look and listen to what Kamala and Biden and the Democrats are saying. Putin is making his moves. And what are the Democrats, Biden, Kamala, what are they doing? They're screaming, oh, we're going to sanction you. We're going to sanction you. Well, let me remind you, ladies and gentlemen, let me remind you. It was the Biden administration that came in last year and immediately lifted the sanctions on the Russian pipeline. Yeah. It was the Biden administration that did that. So the very Biden administration and Kamala, who's running around saying they're going to slap sanctions on Russia and Putin, were the very people who lifted the sanctions on Putin to allow Putin to do what he's doing today because Trump had him stopped in his tracks. Biden is the reason why we're in this mess that we're in today. And that is not hyperbole. And we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. It's all about cars and car people on the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Listen to new shows every week on americaswebradio.com at 9 a.m. Eastern. After that, episodes are available there and on podcast providers such as Spotify and Google Play. Each week, Classic Auto Mall President Stuart Howden serves as your podcast host and interviews personalities from every aspect of the automotive world. Collectors, photographers, classic car dealers, and everyone in between. You don't want to miss an episode of the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, my friends. Look, let me pivot back to Russia just a, just a little bit here. Um, look, what will Putin do? <laughs> That's what everybody wants to know. And uh, as the Democrats, led by their dementia patient, Biden, uh, try and – and I, I look, I've told you this before. I told you last week. The, Biden and the Democrats would love Russia to move tanks into Ukraine. They really, they would. They want the war machine to fire up. They want Biden to be able to run around and give wartime speeches. I'm a wartime president and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I don't doubt for a second that that's what they want. But like I told you, Putin is not a dumb guy. He's a tyrant. He's a killer. He's an awful person, but he's not dumb. And he's playing Biden and the Democrats like a fiddle. Just as the Ayatollahs played Carter, as, as, uh, as Putin played Obama, you know what? Do you remember? I mean, look back, and you can probably find this on YouTube. Do you remember when when Romney, when we made the the awful mistake of nominating Romney to be the presidential nominee back in, uh, I guess it was 2012? Do you remember when he had a debate with Obama, and and Romney brought up, you know, the biggest you know biggest problem on the world stage that we need to start paying attention to is Russia, and. Uh, Obama looked at Romney and said, "Well, well, uh, uh, you know, Russia called. Uh, no, the 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 '80s called. They 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 want their Russia comment back." Or he made some comment like that, making fun of Romney bringing up Russia. Obama passed it off, and then what did Putin do? Putin goes in and seizes Crimea. Uh, I, I mean, he will take advantage of a Democrat. That's all there is to it. And now look what he's doing to Biden. So. Make no mistake, it is the weakness that we are showing because of Biden and Kamala and the rest of the Democrat ilk. It is the weakness that we are showing that is giving Putin the energy or the drive or the wherewithal to look around and go, okay, I can play this party like a fiddle. I can play the United States. And that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. And he's doing it in a pretty, I mean, just look at what he's doing, ladies and gentlemen. He's aligning his tanks. He's got his troops. Uh, but, but then he, what does he do the other day or yesterday? He shifts the conversation to, we're peacekeeping troops. We, the, the people of the eastern part of Ukraine, they want to be annexed. So we're going to recognize that and we're going to have peaceful troops. So can you call that a war? I'm just saying, these are, this is a chess game that's going on. Putin is playing chess. And Dementia Joe is playing Connect Four. And that's just not going to match up, ladies and gentlemen. It isn't going to match up. We're going to lose. And it's going to be because of Biden and Kamala and the Democrats. And and when when look, I don't envy Ron DeSantis because when he is elected to president, he's going to have a lot of mess to clean up. But I have no doubt in my mind that Ron DeSantis is the man for the job. And and look, if, if if Donald Trump runs again, I have no doubt he would be the man for the job because he held Putin and China at bay for four years, and he can do it again. And uh, so, I look, I don't know if Trump's going to run again. I, I, I don't think he is going to run. I think he's going to get behind Ron DeSantis, and Ron DeSantis is going to come in, and he's going to be the Ronald Reagan of the 21st century. Uh, he will be the new Ronald Reagan, and uh, that's what we need. 
that's what we need. And we need to start. We need to start this November. This November, we need the Republicans to get off their dairy airs right now. The establishment Republicans need to get up and start fighting for November. And school choice, I mentioned before, is the issue. And they can take so many victories in November. We can take a overwhelming control of the House and overwhelming control of the Senate. And that's what we need to do to stop Biden in his tracks, stop this progressive movement. And while we would have two more years of Biden uh, sleeping in the office, if we had strong Republican Senate and a strong Republican House, that will start the slowdown and uh, of, of all this mess that's going on around the world. And then we'll have... Ron DeSantis in 2024. <laughs> so that's just me. That's my opinion. Uh, but who knows? Who knows, man? A lot of things can happen uh, in, 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 in one year, let alone three years. So, but anyway, uh, so let me, let me get back a little bit to this Russia thing. When I talk about the weakness of Kamala, the weakness of Biden, and I, I mentioned that the first thing Biden did was lift the sanctions off of Russia. Trump put sanctions in place. Trump was the hardest on Putin than any president before him and after. And if you don't believe me, go back and look at the history. Go back and look at the facts. Don't look at words. You don't need to look at anything anything Trump said. You go look at what Trump did. And he had Russia at bay. And one of the biggest things Trump did, and you remember this, ladies and gentlemen, one of the biggest and best things Trump did when he came into office is he immediately went to Europe. He immediately stood in front of German Hillary. And he told German Hillary, you got to be a... Oh, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. You got to be less than smart, German Hillary, to be putting your energy dependence in Russia's backyard. Your energy dependence is on Putin. That is ridiculous. You need to put your you you put your dependency. If you're going to put it on somebody, you put it on the United States. You put it on the country that believes in freedom and liberty. You put it on the country that will sell you a fair market price of the energy you need, and we won't hold that energy over your head. But Russia will. And and Trump told German Hillary this. Look, let's face it. German Hillary leads most of the European Union. Uh, well, she did. And and when Trump was president, he told German Hillary, this is a bad recipe. And he told the rest of Europe, look, you guys are running to this green business. Green, green, green. Green this. Wind this. Solar this. None of it is enough or efficient enough to power your country's need. But Europe didn't listen to Trump. They wanted to make fun of Trump. They wanted to stand with the Democrats. And so Europe went down this green, green, this, green, that. And now Europe can't heat their homes off of green energy because it's not efficient. That technology is just isn't there yet. So what happened? They're reliant on Russia. But when Trump was president, he got German Hillary to start buying from us. And Trump slapped a sanction and shut down that Putin pipeline. And what did Biden do? Biden opened that pipeline back up. He lifted that sanction. So what did German Hillary do? Right back to Russia. Oh, my gosh, Putin. Give me all your power, Putin. We want to give and be dependent on you, Putin. You're such a nice guy. Yeah, great move, German Hillary. So now Europe is at the behest of Putin. Do you think when Biden runs around and and Kamala runs around and they say, we're going to stand with sanctions and and our allies are going to stand with us, our European allies are going to stand with us, do you think the European allies are going to stand with Kamala and Biden when they're dependent on heating their homes off of the energy that they're getting from Putin and Russia? 
That's an easy one, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have to be an academic from Harvard. I don't have to be an academic from, from Stanford. I don't have to be an academic from, um, oh gosh, Yale to tell you that when you are dependent on heating your country's homes off the energy from Russia, you aren't going to stand up to Russia because he can flip the switch and then boom, you have no heat. You have no energy. That is what Putin can hold over Germany and the rest of the European allies. So when you've got Dementia Joe and Guatemala Harris telling you that our allies are going to stand with us with, with overwhelming sanctions, yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. Now, don't, under, don't, don't mistake me for what I'm saying. Don't, don't think that they won't throw a little sanction here, a little sanction there, that, that Putin will look and go, please, that's, that's, that's like throwing a pine cone at me. But what needs to be done will not be done because Putin can flip a switch and bye-bye energy to Germany and the rest of the European allies. So you've got to understand this, folks. You've got to understand. If there's anything you take from this show today, you've got to understand that, that Putin is playing chess and Dementia Joe and the Democrats are playing Connect Four. And it is not going to bode well for the United States. It just isn't so. All right, I'm going to move on. I want to move on away from Russia, and I'm going to move into to the tyrant in Canada. Now, look, here's another problem with Biden and Kamala. While our domestic world here in the United States is going to um, he double hockey sticks in a handbasket, we've got runaway inflation. We've got runaway gas prices and ladies and gentlemen the gas prices are about to get a lot worse we have a downtrending stock market so those of you who've got any kind of investments you're about to take a hit we've got crime running rampant in just about every city especially cities run by democrats um, we've got a school system that's out of control uh, by the teachers unions we've got um, government spending that is out of control. All of these things here, we've got a supply issue. We've got empty shelves. All of these things are harming the American citizen. And let me tell you, the it ain't hurting the rich American. It's not hurting the elitist American. The American citizen that's getting hit the worst right now by the problems the Democrats have caused is the working family. That, that, that middle income family, the, the lower income family, the poor, they are being hurt the most, once again, by Democrat policies. And what are we going to do about it? What are we doing about it? Well, Dementia Joe and Guatemala Harris, they're more concerned with propping up and giving the tyrant in Canada Backing, They are more concerned about standing with a little tyrant dictator wannabe in Canada than they are with the problems that they're causing the American citizen. Just take a look at what's going on. Go look and listen to what Biden's talking about. When he's not trying to push Russia to go take over Ukraine, he's, he's calling that peepsqueak Trudeau and giving him advice and letting him know that, that, that the Democrats stand with Trudeau. What kind of problem? What does it say? What does it say when your Democrat government here in this country, and look, make no mistake, the Democrats control everything in Washington right now. 
What does it say when the Democrat Party openly, openly, openly is standing with a tyrant dictator in Canada who is seizing innocent people's bank accounts and innocent businesses' bank accounts? He's going around and, and, and attacking and arresting little old ladies who are trying to go to the coffee shop. They're arresting them and seizing their bank accounts. And the Democrat Party is standing with dictator Trudeau. What does that tell you? That's what I'm going to leave you with today, folks. So, look, folks, stay tuned. Locked and Loaded's up next with Roger B. Uh, we'll be back next week with more On Point with Victor. Uh, you guys have a good week. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.